Hello and welcome to Tradie Business School, the podcast where we unpack real stories, have real conversations and give you practical tips about how to run your trades or general contracting business more enjoyably, simply and easily. So I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Barry Megaloditi. We're going to be discussing today how the entrepreneurial mind can derail your success. I know, Barry, you had a really cool thing to say about this, didn't you? You want to know something that I've learned the last 18 years of growing and building and coaching many, many people to run businesses. And that is that a great business is boring. It so is. I so agree. It's boring as anything. It's unsexy. It's repetitive. It is built on like systems. And- I, I can just, I can just feel people out there like tensing up <laughs> doing that. They're like, fuck do you mean? It's boring. Yeah. I want to, I want to break that down a little bit because. Here's the thing, like the typical, I say the typical with generalization, the typical entrepreneur has that spark inside of them that like, you know, is always chasing something shiny, something new, wanting something different. You know, they thought, why am I earning all this money for my boss when I could do it for myself? You know, why am I working for this guy? He's a jerk. Why am I working for this guy? He doesn't even deliver good quality. Whatever it was for you that caused you to go out in your business, whether it was a conscious choice or whether you're accidental entrepreneur and just kind of found yourself one day in your business going, how the hell did this all happen? Either way, there's a part inside of us that's wired to constantly chase things that are new and that are shiny and exciting. The problem with that is that that will not get you to where you want to go. And I'm going to, I'm going to presuppose that where you want to go is to have consistency in cash, to be able to afford what you want, when you want, how you want, with who you want, and to also have the time to actually choose to invest it where you want to, all while feeling a sense of fulfillment, love, happiness, joy, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I may be very off kilter, but it's certainly something we've found with most of the traders and general contractors that we've coached over the years. And so there's a bit of a conflict here because in order to create that lifestyle, we can't keep attracting so much drama, so much uncertainty, and so much change all the time. And the reason that you have so many fires to put out in your business is because you haven't created systems and processes and things to create consistency, which is boring. Yeah, so well said. And you know, we were chatting about this before we started uh, recording this episode. It's something that I have witnessed so many times, and I know you have, Barry, and even probably even experienced to an extent. It's that pull away from doing the the very thing that we know uh, is going to set us up for the success that we want. So there's this internal conflict. And what happens when we get through that and we, uh, we start building maybe a system or we create some space in our business by doing the things that we know are going to enable us to step out a little bit is that nothing exists in a vacuum, right? So the moment that we do create- Except us. <laughs> We're the exception to the rule, right? And, you know, there's so many people out there believe they're the exception to the rule, yet nothing exists in a vacuum. So the moment that we create space, be, you know, be that you know, freedom of choice that we manage to work out a way, we set up in our business with a system that's boring so that we can then have some time to do other things and work on our business, new ideas, new vision, it often what can happen then is what exists in that space. And that often is within us. I see this as this is almost- Well, a- I would say it's always within us. Like yeah. I think one of the opening lines of my book was, we never have business problems. We only ever have personal problems expressed through our business. And the sheer reality is, fact, is that any problems you're experiencing in business right now are, are a reflection of you, right? Hear that. 
right? Notice the part inside of you that might want to object that statement. I've been doing this shit a long time. I work with a lot of people. I've, I've, I've coached for thousands and thousands of hours, and I've never found this not to be true when you look for it, right? You might say, oh, but, you know, I keep attracting my staff that do what they need to do, or my clients that pay me on time, or these problems keep happening. They are a reflection to some aspect of you, your mindset, and even deeper than that, whether you're ready to hear this or not, your identity, the way that you are consciously or unconsciously identifying yourself with the world around you. Wow, we went deep fast, didn't we, Barry? We needed glasses. Yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. I bang on. So, so, so true. And, you know, we could talk on this for a very long time. It's interesting to start to notice the shifts though that happen when some of this internal stuff or the beginnings of noticing some of this internal problem or us within us, it starts surfacing in our business. There's often a sense of what am I doing now? What next? Why are these things happening? or I thought I wanted this, yet it doesn't feel like I thought it was going to feel. Mm. And there might be a feeling like, a, a, what's the meaning in this and where to next? It's a really interesting transition. Well, there's a, like, I know for myself, there's certainly multiple times that I've reached feelings of mundaneness, mm -hmm. right? Where things got super boring right before I broke through into a whole entire new experience that was waiting there for me. But I had to go through the boring bits right, in order for my system to almost recalibrate to what was next. I'll never forget, like, I, I want to I break this down um, through sharing a story, and I'm, I'm wondering if you guys and girls can relate. I used to have a kitchen and bathroom renovation company, and this thing grew wildly, wildly fast from scratch with no marketing. I, you know, got into business because my previous employer told me that I was, that I was useless and, and, you know, couldn't talk to people and was shit. And it wasn't like I left to start my own thing. I left because I, I couldn't tolerate being treated like shit anymore. And it was a few weeks later that I ended up deciding out of the blue to, to post that ad in the local paper. And that was the start of, of my first business. This thing grew to a few million dollars in turnover relatively quickly with no ad spend. And I'll never forget, I was sitting there one night, it was like 11.30 at night, and I was in front of my computer, in front of my CAD software, making all adjustments to a, to a client's kitchen to be ready to be pushed out to, uh, we had like a computerized CNC cutting machine. You'd load the boards on, this thing would go and cut it all, drill the holes, do everything proper. I never forget sitting there going like, why the hell am I doing this? Like all my staff are at home. I'm not paying myself much money. And here I am stuck, you know, nearly midnight doing this. And, and that was one in a long line of kitchens to be done. And this whole entire job fell on me. I managed to get myself out of building the kitchens, installing the kitchens, even ordering the parts. But this one job, I was still doing it. And the crazy thing was, Miranda, is that my, my local competitors, people in the industry, the, the owner of this company wasn't doing this job. They were selling. They were designing. They were stuck in other areas, but they were not sitting in front of the computer doing that aspect. And so I knew consciously it was actually possible to hire someone to do this job. Yet for some reason, something inside of me stopped me from doing that. I didn't believe it was possible for me or I didn't know how. And the reason that I share this story is because what happens is we as entrepreneurs, we create identities unconsciously around who we are. We have identities that I'm a father, I'm a partner, I was an amazing football player, I used to have a six-pack, you know, I used to be a great surfer. I, 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 I am the only one that can do this in my business. Now, most of the time, they're unconscious. If they're conscious, congratulations. That's part of this wanting you to shift that part inside of you. Yet, it, it's aspects of our belief and the way that we see ourselves that stop us from doing that. 
because it's a fear of the unknown. It's why we stay in shitty relationships, you know, with partners who cheat on us or are unfaithful or don't look after us well, because what we know is what we've already got. What we don't know is what we haven't got. What I didn't know is what if I hired someone and they stuffed jobs up and it cost me a heap of money that I couldn't afford in materials that were done wrong? What if I hired someone they weren't as good as me? But that's the same thing that stopped me and so many others from exiting their business or exiting roles in their business, the fear of like, what if my staff gets it wrong? I even had history of staff getting things wrong that, that was like, well, they got that thing wrong and they got that thing wrong and they got that thing wrong. But the reality is right now, just ask yourself the question. The biggest thing that you're struggling with in business right now, maybe it's getting sales, maybe it's closing deals, maybe it's hiring great staff, maybe it's getting off the tools. Just ask yourself the question, is there somebody else that I know that is not currently doing this role with success? Is there somebody else in my industry that is no longer stuck doing quotes or sales or stuck laying bricks or pouring concrete or whatever it is your biggest challenge is? It might even be your relationship. Is there somebody that has an amazing relationship with their partner right now where like every night you get home and, and you and your partner blow up in a fight, right? And the answer to that question is yes, whether you know them firsthand or not. And that right there is the, the small little crack that we can start to work out to open up this whole new world into who you are and how you see yourself. Yeah, it's like that's the evidence that it is possible for the current problem or challenge that you may be facing that it cannot exist so that your current problem could be a not problem. So that's the first step to changing anything is awareness that it is possible that it could yeah. be another way. And often there's a whole lot within the entrepreneurial mind to unpack and explore even at that step. Yet it's just, it's worth noticing and circling back, you know, it's such a great story you share. And I know so many will be resonating with that in some way, Barry. And I know I've, I've seen it in other clients as well, versions of it. It's hang on, I've now got X number of hours per week. I'm kind of feeling frustrated. I'm wondering if I've made the right choice. I'm feeling unmotivated. I'm all of these things. And what I often notice is that it's the sense for adventure and challenge, which is often core to the, the drive and the energy and the identity of the entrepreneurial mind that is often searching for something. I've well, even known someone it, to go back and break something to try yeah, and create it's, adventure. It's an identity crisis. Yeah. Right. It's an identity crisis. Now, now, you can probably tell like I'm super passionate about this because this is. This is what really gets me going is the psychology of success in business. Like the systems, the processes, believe it or not, that's relatively easy. You know, you can set those things up, but unless you shift the psychology of how you shop in the world, how you see yourself and how you see your business, you will never create a business that is beyond your dreams or a life for that matter. Because right now, everything that we have is a direct reflection of your internal psychology, of your internal value structure, of your internal beliefs, and, and of who you believe you are and what you believe you're worthy of at the core, right? And the reason that I left this to the last chapter of, of my book, The Path to Freedom, is because every single chapter actually had psychological shifts built into the chapter consciously and unconsciously to help the people reading it start to shift before you got to the end, which is like, this is actually really what's fucking going on, right? And this is the number one thing that you need to address before anything else is your identity, is your beliefs, what you believe is possible, what you believe is not possible. Another quick story, Miranda. Past client of mine, Jack, used to own an excavation company in rural uh, WA. And when I met him, he was referred to me from another client of mine. 
And his biggest challenge was he couldn't find staff to operate the machine. So he was stuck on the machine 60, 70, 80 hours a week. He wanted to have a baby with his partner, wanted to get married, wanted to have some time off, but he was so stuck. And I said, where you're stuck is not finding good staff. Where you're stuck is in your mindset. And he completely objected to that the way that maybe some people are objecting to this right now, yet you're still listening, yeah. right? And he said, I'm going to pay you. Back then, I was charging three and a half grand a month or something, I think, for one-on-one coaching. He's like, I'll pay you three and a half grand a month just to prove you wrong. And I was like, deal, right? I'll take you three and a half grand just to see you understand that what's really holding you back right now is your mind and not that. He had a belief he couldn't get good staff. It wasn't a reality. Long story short, within 60 days, we had an ad out there. His belief had changed around what was possible right, through starting to notice that other people were doing the same thing in his local area, right? Other people had staff working on machines to where we wrote an ad with that belief that I was able to get somebody and he had a staff member. He had someone who applied for the job who was living in Melbourne who was willing to actually move to rural WA to take on board the role. Great. I, 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 get, I get shivers sharing this story because it wasn't the fact that he got a staff member. It was the fact that he developed a new belief of what was possible. And that was the start of a whole new world for him in every area of his life because once that one thing changes, it's like, fuck, what else is possible for me right now? Yeah, it's that moment that there's evidence and a belief that, hang on, if I shift, if that happened, what else could be possible? The moment that we open our minds to our current problem, the, the possibility that it doesn't exist, if, if it didn't exist, yeah. there was something else outside of that. And and this can surface in so many ways. So there may be a limiting belief. Right? You notice if it's, I can't find this, or I can't do this, or everybody else's business is different to mine, but for me, it's like this. And, and you don't understand my business my business is different yeah it's like saying human beings we're all we're all different we're all gloriously the same there are codes and patterns and same in business there are codes and patterns so the the some of the detail of the content might be different but really the the codes patterns and context are, are very very similar and Absolutely. this just plays out. So notice, you know, I suppose to wrap it all up, Barry, you know, we've covered so many different areas. Goodness, we went deep very fast. We've had a glass of Shiraz along the way and here we are. And if you're still listening, I just love that you are still listening because this is probably one of the most powerful conversations you could listen to. Notice if you have any beliefs that you're saying, I can't do this, or for me, it's this way. Notice perhaps if even you're on the edge of that transition, if you're further ahead in your business and you've started systemizing some aspects, that there might be some transitions along the way where your identity and who you are is transitioning into a new stage. And notice yeah. what comes up around a lack of fulfillment potentially, or what's the meaning in this, or what next, or a sense of loss or emptiness or potentially frustration yeah. or a desire to go and break something to have the fun of fixing it. All of those things that can surface. I just want to speak to that real quickly. I know we're going to wrap this episode up. I want to share like 18 months ago, I made the decision to exit the Game Changers mm -hmm. operationally. Now at the time, the plan was not to exit to build other businesses. The plan was... I need to be congruent with what we offer our clients and we're offering our clients a way out. And yet I'm still working my business because I, I love it. So I took myself through the process to stay in congruency with what we offer our clients, having known full well exactly what I was going to face because we've taken so many clients before, but still knowing what I was going to face didn't prepare me for what I faced, which was feeling like a complete black hole. Like who am I in the world? if I'm not the director or CEO or coach of the game changers, like who am I? And I've been through micro journeys of this before exiting certain roles, coaching roles, sales roles, marketing roles, but to fully step back and hand my baby over to, to, to you guys was something completely different. 
And I literally filled my plate with other things, knowing that if I didn't fill it with other things, I'd fill it with shit. And so I took up surfing. I took up learning Indonesian. I took up playing guitar. I took up other things that at the time were not necessarily meaningful, but were a distraction because otherwise I was having to face this sheer uh, almost egoic death, mm. right? And it was honestly, Miranda, if you remember, it was three or four, even five months I went through a pretty dark hole, yeah. right, reforming my identity. And it was almost like shutting down a computer and kicking back on again. But when it came back on, oh, my God, it was like all these new opportunities came. In the last 12 months, we've opened up multiple businesses, taken shareholdings in multiple businesses, contributed a huge amount of money and resources to charities across the world. Like, there's been all these other things that back then weren't on my business plan. Yeah. They weren't even on my radar because I was so ingrainedly wrapped up with who I was as the CEO and director of the Game Changers that until I, I faced that egoic death and that boredom, that black hole tunnel we spoke about here wasn't available to me. And I guess I wanted just to share that because there may be some people listening that are at that stage of like, I've had enough, I want to exit, I want to get out. I want to kind of plant the seed of what you're in for. And absolutely, uh, if you want someone to guide you through that process, as we, as we have hundreds of, of trades and contractors before, please reach out to, to us here at the Trade Business School and the Game Changers. We can absolutely work alongside you to uh, to create that as well. But uh, I guess I just want to share that you're not alone. It's a beautiful journey. Like, holy hell, has every area of my life grown 10x through that process. But it was also a dark place having to kind of reboot the identity in the way that I saw myself because I was so stuck in there for so long. Yeah, and I oh, great share. And whether wherever you're at in your business, listening right now, even if it's the beginning of setting up a business, there will be micro moments of this in existence in in the next year ahead, in the next years ahead. Micro moments for you, and notice them to appreciate them and to recognise them as evidence of growth, and to yeah. embrace them. Just notice what they're telling you, and notice perhaps whether or not you're going to uh, maybe allow them to be unresourceful, meaning that you might make some decisions in your business around those or see them as a sign of growth and go, okay, I'm going to notice that and what resourceful, what good way can I sort of move through this? Because they, they will exist. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like at every stage of the journey, they just get bigger the further you go along, but you you become more easily able to handle them. Yeah. So they don't necessarily feel as big. Like yeah, so nice to put them right. of the beliefs. We're getting into this conversation. It's like a shedding. It's like a, a reframing of the beliefs that got you there. And energetically, that will, it shows through, like Barry, you were just sharing about when you came out of that dark period, that all of these other big things sort of came to be. You created them and you were there, you were driven towards them and you made them happen. You took action, all of those things. In, in, in every day in business, um, further back in, in the business life cycle, those same things will happen, that our current beliefs will drive our energy and thinking and what we're noticing and the results that we get as well. So beliefs and, are really, really powerful. And, man, it gets fun. Like, I definitely enjoyed aspects of business earlier on, but nowhere near as much as I've enjoyed the last 12 months. Like, it's a wild ride now. It's super fun. Challenges happen, but you know how to resolve them. You know how to get through them, or, or you also have a team around you to support you to do that as well. Look, little ask for all of you that are watching or listening to this today. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's conversation, please hit the like button and uh, share it amongst your feed. I'm sure you're, you're connected with other traders or contractors that might get some value. And it's also going to let us know that you would like more of this type of conversation, which is actually what I'm most passionate about. Uh, yeah, the systems and processes, vision, mission, values, marketing, sales, they're all great. But what really, what really keyed up that is the mindset and the psychology behind business success, because honestly, that is the number one thing. If we just gave you that, if I sat you in a room for a week and just worked on that, 
things would explode far beyond sitting in a room for a week and taking it through writing systems and processes. But those parts are, are equally important as well. They're just after the mindset component too. So like, share, let us know you loved it and we'll uh, absolutely bring you more of this content as well too. Had a blast today, Barry. We could keep going. We're going to wrap it up here because these are supposed to be short and bite-sized and we've got a little excitable today, but I trust- They've never seen long enough. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do they so we'll leave it there um hit like below and uh, we'll see you on the next episode thanks for joining us today bye-bye thanks miranda thanks everyone bye-bye